We have created this person out, this whole entire life for Lord. She's a baby genius in kindergarten who's very dark, who doesn't obey the rules, and who like tells people that Jack and Jill murdered each other. <laughs> then she grows up to fart too much in her lover's presence and then resorts to murder because her lover said she, her lover lied about the beach too much. There is one version of this podcast that is just the worst lyrical analysis possible. <laughs> just like two people whose brains are thick, just concrete. Nothing is in it. And you give us a lyric and we cannot understand any, <laughs> any amount of subtext. Welcome to the Lyric Boys Podcast. I'm Lucian Flores, and with me, as always, is Andrew Stieglitz. Say hello. That's right. Hello, Lucian. How are you doing on this fine eve? This evergreen moment. I am, I'm good. <laughs> I'm excited to do this episode about Lord. Are you Lord. excited to dig into yeah. some Lord lyrics? I'm excited. I uh, Let's get right into it. I like lord's voice i think it is creamy and delicious to listen to <laughs> it's it's good it's like butter her voice is like butter her songs are very good uh and lucian can you tell me a little bit more about this woman lord. named lord this woman named lord well so lord okay who is lord lord was born ella Marisha Lani Yelich O'Connor. So that's, that's uh, Lord is a much shorter name. She's from New Zealand and she's only 24 years old, which is shocking to me because it seems like she's been around for a super long time and somehow she's still like a baby, which is crazy. Yeah. She released her first single when she was like 16, I think. Yeah. So I'll tell you the history about her, but Wikipedia, our favorite website in the world, describes Lord's genres as electropop dream pop indie pop and art pop so clearly the one common denominator there is pop so i'd say she is our second pop artist other than lana del rey that we'll talk about mm-hmm. so lord in 2009 2009 she and her buddy won this talent show at like 13 years old and then somehow some covers of hers got in the hands of a record executive and she was signed to universal music group once again at 13 years old, she was signed to Universal Music Group. 2012, she puts out Love Club EP, which has the song Royals on it. I don't know if you remember when Royals came out, but that song was just a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Like, um, let's see, it won two Grammys, it sold over 10 million copies, and it slaps, and it's awesome, and she was only 16 years old when that came out. Bizarre. It's bizarre because it sounds like... Uh, somebody who's been around for like 50 years who's like proficient yeah. in making very good pop songs uh with a great voice and like a, a good message and everything everything about lord just like when like i'm just like she's so so wise beyond her years like anything she releases it does not sound like a typical teenage record you know yeah. like it, it, and it's and then um so she's 16 2013 she released Oh, then 2013, she released Pure Heroin, which is her first album. 2017, she released her second album, Melodrama, which is also amazing. It's about like heartbreak, destructive tendencies, being alone. And once again, this is another album that is just like so good, so wise, so relatable. And you're like, Jesus Christ, she's only 21. Still, again, shockingly young (laughs) for someone so wise and so good. Um and Rolling Stone says that is the 460th best album of all time. So there wow. you go. Uh, what last, is... Yeah. Um, was there some kind of conspiracy that Lord was actually like 45 years old? Like in, in the way that like some Dominican baseball players are actually five years older than they claim? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I know that there was a conspiracy where, where people were like, Lord doesn't exist or like she's like 45 years old we can cut this out if that's like not true (laughs) i don't know that's true but i like the idea that like she's too good that people are like this can't be a 16 year old 16 year old songs are like trash and this is amazing 
And yeah. anyway, Lord apparently I think has an album on the way, maybe next year, that's inspired by a, a life-defining trip to Antarctica. So, oh, okay, I'm looking yeah. up this this now, and uh, <laughs> this is on some news24.com. While celebrities Ooh. lying about their age comes as no surprise, one celeb who has never done this is surprisingly believed to be older than her birth certificate states she is. While the theory was birthed due to Lord's wisdom beyond her years, it grew even more. <laughs> After she joked about it to Vanity Fair, saying, hi, I'm Ella, and I'm actually 45. I like the idea that a conspiracy theory could start when you make a joke to Vanity Fair. <laughs> Just like, hi, I'm Lucian. Um, I uh, am a lizard person. And then yeah. Vanity Fair prints that, and someone on news24.com is like, wait a minute. Yeah, hold I, up. I'm Andrew, and uh, I'm actually Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so before, so that was a quick intro. I feel like that was our quickest. So before we get into Lordly, oh, wait, what is this podcast? We take one of our favorite artists and we discuss 10 of their craziest, wildest, most absurd, funniest lyrics. We have a good time. It's not a podcast for analyzing lyrics. It's just a podcast for having fun. Isn't that right, Andrew? Yes, I would say that is right, Lucian. Thank you. And I'm an expert. Andrew's an expert. Andrew taught guitar at Guitar Center. I spent like two years in college writing music articles for my college newspaper. That makes us really smart, professional people. Qualified. Qualified. Is Qualified experts. So we can really dig into these lyrics. But before we do that, I just want to say that we haven't really talked too much about the audience. And I got to say audience at home. We love you guys. Every time you reach out to us on Instagram or YouTube or whatever, we feed your, we love your comments. They feed us. We even like the one comment that was like, we're, that called us, um, quote, retarded. That was also very funny. And, um, that comment was from like someone named like Mr. Kitty Giggles or something. And I was like, wow. Did that person ever respond to you or, or did they delete the comment? I think or did they deleted delete their comment because they were like, they they disagreed with their analysis of a lyric, which, once again, we're not analyzing lyrics. We're making jokes. And then I think they probably deleted their comment in shame. Yeah. Well, we, we get not lots of friendly texts. Should, should we shout out some of the friends who text us? Do it. Okay. Um, I forgot all of their names. Lucian, I don't we, know. We don't have to show. It's, it's Aaron George, Jane Kelly, Johnny Gatto. I don't know these people. But I will say... Um, I was texting my friend, uh, you might know him. His name is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah, Dwayne. Dwayne. As, as other people know, The Rock. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne, uh, or as I call him, Big D, he texts me and he says, I love your podcast. And he uh, requested specifically that I give him a shout out. He said it would make him feel really good and boost his self-confidence. So, Big Amazing. D, this is for you. One amazing thing too about since launching this podcast is I've seen we have listeners in Argentina, Italy, Russia, New Zealand, Australia, and other countries that I forget about at this moment. And I have no idea how you guys find it or, or in Hungary, all these places. Mm -hmm. So if you're an international listener, go to our Instagram page at the Lyric Boys and DM us and just say, hey, I'm an international listener and we will be pleased. If you want to be like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you should listen to this podcast. And you are, by listening to it, you are like The Rock. So, yeah. congrats. So, subscribe. If you like what you hear, if you like this episode, subscribe. And now, let's get into the meat of this thing. Let's get into the reason why you content hounds at home listen to the Lyric Boys. Let's get into the lyric action. And I'm going to start us off with my first Lord lyric from the song, The Louvre, from the album Melodrama. Mm. So the lyric is, but we're the greatest, they'll hang us in the Louvre. Down the back, but who cares? Still the Louvre. Now, I love that vibe, which is, yeah. It's like, we are good enough to be in the Louvre and we're in like the back room by like the janitor closet on like a wall that no one sees and does not get any sunlight but like we're still there we're still hanging on the louvre and i love it yeah it's like where where do you spend the most time 
Oh, at the Louvre. Really? You must love art. Yeah. Well, technically, I'm, I'm the janitor there, but I still spend the most time there, so I'm a very cultured person. I, I just, I, I it, this is a lot of fun. I was trying to Google before this to be like, what is the least valuable piece of art at the Louvre? And that did not exist on the internet. But that's basically being like, if you're still like, if you're the least respected piece of art at the Louvre, that's still pretty nice. Also, is there, is there a back? Like, is there like, here's our shit. And then like, like when you go to the grocery store and you're like, do you have more of this in the back? Like, does the Louvre have that? Does the Louvre have like, I mean, if you want to see what we got in the back, we have some like, uh, Rothko's. Ooh. Yeah. Art art museums do have like all that stuff. They they have have, like, they have so much collections. That's what's crazy. They have like collections of stuff just in hanging in the back and like no one sees it for years. And it's just like, these are priceless pieces of art. That's so insulting. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it's it's almost like when you leave like I've never done this but like if you were to leave like a nickel as a tip for a waiter mm. like that's more insulting than leaving nothing because it's it's very aggressive to be like I specifically hate you. Like it would be better to not be in the Louvre at all than to be like you're in the Louvre but you are by you are hanging in the urinal. You're the target. Like sometimes there's a target in the urinal. Yes. You are what pe- guys aim at to piss. You're still in the Louvre, though. You still made in it. the Louvre. You made it. <laughs> um, I found this. Uh, <laughs> have you ever been to the Louvre? I have. Yes. Did you like it? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I I, I saw the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. Uh. Madhouse, always in that room. Madhouse, it it was small. I, tiny, I didn't yes. expect it to be that small. Uh, behind like no. 80 bulletproof glass windows. Yeah. And the painting across from the Mona Lisa is also like extremely famous. I, f- I forget which one it is. I think it's like Napoleon getting... Car- uh, what is it? Well, it doesn't matter. But super famous painting and it like gets no respect. So like... <laughs> Would you rather be down the back in the Louvre or directly staring at the Mona Lisa and never getting attention? I would rather be directly staring at the Mona Lisa because at least you are in the part where people go to. If you're in the back, Mm. like, again, and that's, like, very passive-aggressive for the museum curators to be like, (laughs) you are specifically not good enough to be over here, and we're going to let you know. You know what I mean? I've, I've been to the Louvre. I like it. I love... It was just a great vibe. I love the architecture of it. and But I did go to uh, the internet and, and found this... Re- I found this like one-star review of the Louvre, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> Dude, I love... Hold on. Before you read this, sometimes on Google Maps... On Google Maps, you can look up a review of anything. You could click on like a national forest and there's a review yeah. of it. You can click on my favorite thing to click on. We could take this out if it's if it's too much of a tangent. Yeah. My favorite thing to click on is prisons. <laughs> okay. You can yes. see a review of a prison. And if you wow. like I've Googled reviews of prisons and they're literally like, My boy got stabbed three times here. This place sucks. <laughs> wow. So um this is the review of the Louvre, which is um I first visited the Louvre in the 1970s and visited it several times after that. I now live in Paris for part of the year. I've always known that it is a tourist trap. But when I tried to see the Vermeer exhibits today, I saw all of the changes that have been made to it over the years, and those changes are terrible. It looks like the extension of a shopping mall. And then, um, this is my favorite line. I am sure that those running the museum think that it is a great success but it is a big circus i just love the idea that this person's like sure the people running the louvre must think oh my god the louvre is so cool but little did you know that it is a circus what does this person do in their life like what what is their like big feat like have they done anything are they an artist or are they maybe maybe their painting is hanging in the back of the Louvre and that's yeah. why they're so, or is the target for the urinal and that's why they're so upset well what is your equivalent of being like down the like <laughs> i feel like the comedy world equivalent of being down the back in the Louvre is being like a very bit player on SNL oh yeah or, or like, uh you're one of those actors that has like a line or two in a Scorsese movie because he randomly picks like comedic actors to do those lines. Yeah. Or you're like the triangle player 
in a yeah. band of like 10 people. Yeah. That's so cool. It's like you're 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 still the triangle player. Yeah, in it's like I I'm, I'm in Arcade Fire, but also yeah. I play the triangle in that one song that I have that has a triangle. And the other songs I just stand on stage and admire Win Butler. Exactly. I would do that. <laughs> All right. Of course. Of course I would do that. Give me your first Lord lyric. My first Lord lyric is from the song Buzz Cut Season from the album Pure Heroin. Mm. Uh, the line is, I remember when your head caught flame. It kissed your scalp and caressed your brain. I remember when your head caught flame. Well, you laughed, baby. It's okay. It's buzz cut season anyway. <laughs> this this reminds me of, we talked about Isaac Brock and Modest Mouse. I was just thinking of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where he's just like, your head's, here it's like your head is on fire. Literally set ablaze. And you're just like, well, I needed a haircut. That's fine. It's that optimism, the ability well, to look on yeah. the bright side of life where it's like, what's also funny about this though, it's, this didn't happen to Lord. It's like her friend that this happened to and Lord's the one being the optimistic presence Yes, where it's Lord like, is- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your head just caught fire and, and it hurt a lot and you have no hair anymore. But guess what? Buzz cut season, baby. Yeah. And he can't respond. The reason why. It, there's there's no like counterpoint in the song of like please put my head out just throw water on me is because his brain is melting right so lord is like well it's butts cut season don't worry about it and he's standing there not responding which she's taking to be like uh, he's he agrees it's okay but really his brain is melted and he's half dead already and so lord looks has great. Assi- he looks great lord has assisted in his murder unwillingly yeah but you gotta look on the bright side bright side yeah uh when he is a corpse at least his hair will be nice and buzzed amazing it's also like waxing right that doesn't seem fun (laughs) as a thing like getting your hair just ripped off but hey (laughs) it's buzz cut season yeah what are this is another uh optimistic lyric just like the louvre right because she's like the back of the louvre while we're there anyway yeah. Your head's on fire. Well, buzz cut season. Uh I think that she this is a, this is nice. I like that she's very she's always looking on the bright side. These are two optimistic lord lyrics and I don't think that people think of her as such a huge optimist. No, so and, and they I, think of her as like a a dark lord of pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I they're this lyric is unquestionably dark. True. But it is also very optimistic. It's like your arms, you went ice climbing and there was that terrible frostbite and you no longer have arms. But hey, you can rock vests now. You can rock vests, yeah. Yeah, you uh, you got into a terrible car accident. You're, you lost uh, your wife and your kids. But hey, <laughs> live in the single life, baby. No more responsibilities. <laughs> kick back sit on a beach read a book yeah (laughs) Yeah. and hey it wasn't your fault the other driver came out of nowhere so no guilt yeah um so my second lord lyric is also from pure heroin from the song tennis court and the lyric is let's go down to the tennis court and talk it up like yeah that's it (laughs) that's the lyric so this is a, a trope in songs where it's like, okay, objectively, what does talking it up like, yeah, mean? Like, is it just one person being like, yeah, another person being like, yeah. Or is yeah, it oh, like, yeah. like, she texted her friend, hey, let's hang out at the tennis court and we, we'll we just hang out. And then they get there and they're just both staring awkwardly at each other for like 10 minutes. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. It's also like... I feel like none of them are really connecting or either one person is just saying a lot and the other person's like, uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, like when, yeah. when you hear a story and you're yeah. just like trying to get out of it and you're like, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Wild. <laughs> oh, really? Both oh, arms? Yeah. <laughs> Head of flame? <laughs> yeah. Back of the loop? You said the back? Wow, that's crazy. It's also like, there, that's this trope in songs that I always find so funny. It's like yeah. this song, it's, we talk it up like, yeah, and I'm supposed to know what that means. But it's also like so many songs are like, I met the woman of my dreams and she spoke to me and she opened her mouth and she said, la, 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 la. Yeah. And it's just like, that is 
she's just that that is such a weird thing that i know did not happen because if that did happen it would be strange no one would be like attracted to someone who just suddenly instead of speaking words to you just started saying a string of laws that would be well it's also like uh the usher song yeah where he's like (laughs) she said baby let's go and i told her i said yeah 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 (laughs) yeah It's like I don't think he said yeah that many times in a row. <laughs> like, Otherwise, if you did, I would <laughs> Otherwise she'd back away slowly, like, okay, this man is psychotic. And there's so many songs. It's just like I I love that trope. It is so funny to me. And like every artist does it at some point. Oh, for sure. I, I know the Beatles did it a lot too. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other examples and I'm just failing to at the moment. But like every band has some song in their catalog that it's just someone saying La or Nananas or whatever. Paul McCartney, I think, does it probably a ton too. Or yes, he does. Whatever. And also the music video for this is it's Lord standing there. It's like a one take, and she's like dressed super goth, gothy, uh-huh. and she's not singing except for the yeahs. So this song has like really deep voiced yeahs, like like modulated yeahs, and so it's Lord just like s- sitting there. And then a yeah happens and she's like, yeah, that's it. So clearly the yeahs are extremely important. They're, they're, there's so much text going on to these yeahs. Do you think that her friend was like, you know, you asked me to hang out at the tennis court. You don't say anything except for the word yeah over and over. I'm wondering why we could just grab a cup of coffee. Like I brought my tennis racket and I, I got dressed <laughs> up, but we're just talking. Like That's why true. We, we took up a tennis court. There's people waiting to play tennis here. <laughs> the other people at the tennis court are like, "What is with these two teenage women talking yeah. up like yeah, yeah at the tennis court when they could be anywhere else? How is this 16 year old driving a Range Rover? Yeah, the, the park rangers like they reserved it. Like they could do <laughs> technically they could do what they want. <laughs> wow. Uh, what is your second Lord lyric? My second Lord lyric is a little darker. It's uh, from the song Sober on Melodrama. Uh, It goes, Bodies all through my house. I know the story by heart. Jack and Jill get fucked up and possessive when it gets dark. I like to imagine little baby Lord in a nursery school. (laughs) Okay. And the nursery... Still also like extremely talented and wise. Extremely talented, yeah. (laughs) And she... The nursery school teacher is like singing Jack and Jill went up the hill. And Lord's like, stop. I know how this story ends. And she's like, oh, do you, little baby Lord? And Lord's like, Jack and Jill get fucked up and possessive. It gets dark. Jill murders Jack. And uh, I don't want to hear that because it's a sad story. And the nursery school teacher's like, I'm going to call Child Protective Services. It's like Jack and Jill ran up the hill. But then that's when all hell broke loose. Jack blamed Jill for years of mistreatment. Jill said, I only did that because you're weak and you don't support me. Then Jack said, fine, if you're going to act like that way, then I'm going to go home now. And Jill said, you can't go home. You can't drive. Your license is suspended because you got too many parking tickets. And And DUIs. (laughs) DUIs. I like the idea of this image of Lord being like a baby genius. Oh, for sure. I I think that she probably was. But she's also like in a home in this version of her life. She's in a home where like the dad is like telling her nursery rhymes (laughs) like these people just fucking kill each other. Lord, okay, that's what's going to happen when you grow up. Jack and Jill, they murder each other. Jill, they get possessive. He lights her head on fire. Don't. Let your nursery school teacher teach you this, okay? Because I'm telling you the real way it happens. It's like Humpty Dumpty cracked under the pressure of living in society. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's another nursery rhyme. I don't know. Oh, there are many of which I can think of exactly zero (laughs) at this moment. Some nursery rhymes are fucked up. Oh, yeah. Like 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 Rockabye Baby, Ring Around the Rosie. Is, Rocket yeah, by a baby. Plague. A baby falls off the branch and dies. Damn. I know. That is not fun. <laughs> I mean, in this nursery rhyme, too, the real way it goes is that Jack does fall down and breaks his head open. So, oh, I like, forgot about that. Sh- she's not far off <laughs> from reality. 
Mm-mm. Wise Lord. What My, do you think? Oh. Do you think that Lord, like, no doubt as a child, she was very talented, but because she can be very dark sometimes at a young age, do you think that she, like, was saying stuff like this, like fucked up things? Uh, that's, I feel like, yes, probably. I mean, just like look, listening to the albums and I'm like, her perspective is great. She's wise, but she's clearly like dealt with a lot of shit at like a pretty young age. So yeah, I'd say that I could totally imagine her being that way. And like, I'm imagining like a bright classroom and Laura and just sitting got, there. Like, mascara on. Yeah. Other kids are like playing with blocks and Lord's like, come on guys how come we never see our small towns represented in mainstream music and how come everyone's singing about maybachs but we're all driving honda civics yeah and then her friend is like do you want to play with my block lord's like i don't want to play with your block i just want to crash down the house you've created therefore shattering the system the house of lies and capitalism my third lord lyric is from melodrama and it's from the song Rider in the Dark. Mm-hmm. The lyric is Bet you rue the day you kissed a writer in the dark. Now she's going to play and sing and lock you in her heart. Bet you rue the day you kissed a writer in the dark. I like how she says dark in this song too. Yeah. Like the dark. It's a dark. very haunting kind of like moment. And it's it's very fun. I like it because, well, I, you know, we know what that means. It's her being like, I'm going to sing about you and I'm going to sing about this relationship, whatever. Yeah. And now you probably regret it because all these songs are about you. Yeah. But it's definitely something that I relate to hardcore as like a writer where it's just every single person who I've interacted with and somehow like ends up in my writing in some way. And it's not like I'm not just saying like it's lovers, but it's literally everyone. It's like yeah. funny things that happen to me or family members or friends, right? And I'm like, yes, I totally understand what you're talking about. And it's like, sorry, it's just like if it's it's a thing that you have to deal with in hanging out with like me. That's why like before I, <laughs> when we're hanging out in a big group, before I get to like know everybody, I go up to each individual person and I say, excuse me, are you a writer? And if they say yes, I leave them immediately and I do not talk to them. I shun them for the rest of the night. And then I have nothing to worry about because my likeness will never be portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also like sometimes you, sh- you share scripts with friends and you're like, okay, totally ignore the fact that this person is clearly an amalgamation of you and like three other people we know. And this is very awkward for me to have you read this. <laughs> ignore uh, the fact that the character's name is Andrew Phillips Stieglitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but has yeah. nothing to do with you coincidence first middle and last name total coincidence i feel like also this is scary in the sense that imagine just like the idea of like dating or being really good friends with like a stand-up who minds their life is very intimidating to me yes uh i i i, I haven't really um have you have you befriended like true stand-ups in your life? I'm not close enough with any that yeah, me, me neither. I would be in their jokes. I do kind of <laughs> want to be in a, in a, somebody's joke and somebody's stand-up joke. I feel like that would be that would be my I'm in the back of the Louvre. Yeah, right? that's true. Because it's like you're in the like, set and someone's like, my friend, he's so yeah. dumb. Yeah, he, it's, like, uh, it's like, well, it's still comedy. Hey, I'm in the comedy world. Technically, I was made fun of by a much more famous and more talented comedian. But hey, it's still comedy. You're like, hey, you know that routine that Jim Gaffigan has about the dumb friend? Well, I'm the dumb friend. I'm the one who get, won't get his <laughs> life together. That's me. It's also and then, like... And then Jim Gaffigan's like, I want to clarify, that is not you. You're not even <laughs> relevant enough to be in my brain at any point in my life. It's also like when um, when sitcom creators name characters after like friends or acquaintances and those characters end up being huge. Yeah. And it's like, you were the influence of like Dwight Schrute or this person no one wants to be. Yeah. And it's like, that's all you, baby. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's still comedy, as Lord would say. Still the Louvre. Still the Louvre. My, what, what lyric am I up to? 
That was my third. So this is your third. My third. Uh, this is from the song Green Light. Love it. Amazing song. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge hit. Uh, yeah, it absolutely is such a fun song. I do my makeup in somebody else's car. We order different drinks at the same bars. I know about what you did and I want to scream the truth. She thinks you love the beach. You're such a damn liar. The thing that I know about what you did and I want to scream the truth. Is that just the fact that this guy is lying about the beach? Like they're at a bar and he's like, yeah, I love the beach. And she's just like, I want to scream the truth. He only kind of likes the beach. He doesn't love it. There are times where I ask him to go to the beach and he's like, I'm not in the mood. I won't answer what it actually means because I I read it and that will ruin the comedy. But (laughs) I will say that the lyric, she thinks you love the beach, you're such a damn liar, is very fun to me. Because also the way it's sung is like very surprising it doesn't rhyme in the song yes and it absolutely sounds like it should it's it's a very catches you off guard yeah it's just like oh and it's said with such disdain yeah and oh yeah this person so it's like she thinks you love the beach you're such a damn liar yeah so i like the idea that's like what situation was this person in where like they once lied about like somewhat liking the beach and then it spiraled and now like it's like they lied one time they're like oh the beach it's it's okay i have fun there and yeah. then now it's and like she's like she's like surprise i booked a week-long vacation mm-hmm. in the dominican republic <laughs> yeah and she's and it's like, like for christmas like, this person <laughs> you know what I, I told you i like the beach when we first started dating to impress you but it, it's not really my, i mean i'll go i'll go and she's like you could i don't care if you murdered a million people, don't lie about liking the beach. Well, I feel like in this situation is like, this is Lord's ex going out with new people and yeah. Lord from afar is witnessing that this person's like pretending to like the beach and Lord deep down. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, person yeah. despises the beach. This person yeah. hates sand like Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> this person hates sand, hates water, hates the sound of the ocean uh-huh. And it gets like nauseated while surfing and then wants to act cool was like, yeah, I like the beach. And now it's like you said, like every vacation they go on is a beach vacation. He gets surfboards for Christmas. He gets wetsuits for his birthday. People yeah. in the office are like, what a beach guy. Like that's his personality <laughs> now. He's got and, frosted blonde tips now. And he's like, I, I, this is who I've become. I've identified with this and I, I can't. I've gone on too far. Have you ever done that? It, not, not not this not this level, but Created have a you ever like had a lightly like kind of like white light about something you enjoy or anything, and then suddenly you're like, I can't escape this. Hmm. No, I, not necessarily a lie, but there are times like <laughs> where like you say you like one thing, and then yeah. like every Christmas you get that mm-hmm. one thing and mm-hmm. you're like i mean yeah this is nice but like this is not my whole personality there was yeah. like it's gonna sound and i don't want to sound mean because i appreciate the gesture all the time yes. but like i like hot sauce i like to eat mm-hmm. stuff with hot sauce but like there was a t- like last <laughs> christmas it was like every fucking present i got was like hot sauce related and i was like Hot sauce is fine. It's it's good. I like the typical hot sauces. Like I like Cholula and Frank's yeah. and Valentino and like all. But like, I don't need eighty five thousand hot sauces that I'm not gonna eat. And, and it's, it's like, like you get a shirt that's like this man loves hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we got you a hot sauce hat, and then everyone in the office is like, "What up, hot stuff?" Yeah, they call me. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, "Listen, I like." hot sauce on certain foods it brings out a flavor i don't need twenty-seven thousand bottles in my house i don't need a kit to make my own hot sauce i like going to the store and making it yeah it's also like i think this happens to people with wine sometimes yeah well with anything that can be turned into some kind of commodity like even like alcohol too like beer like if i say i like craft beer then like every present will be like a six pack of craft beer and like i'm not gonna drink all this beer you get, you get your little shirt that's like a little alcoholic. Um, so I think that I know what you did and I want to scream the truth actually refers to like Lord's ex cheating on her 
and her sure. I, I whining. Guess yeah, yeah. Which is not like as, that. but still, the beach thing, so funny. I also think that the line, I do my makeup in somebody else's car is funny. Because, like, imagine mm. going to your car and, like, you try and get in and Lord's just doing her makeup. It <laughs> makes like, me think of people in L.A. in traffic getting ready for the day or for auditions and stuff. And I remember at some point pulling up beside a car and, and, a, and a dude just had a scissor in like, and he was like doing like, I don't know, maybe he was like trimming nose hair or like something. He was, he was just like getting ready for the day with the scissor and stop and go traffic. And I was like, this is not, this is not the place to do it. <laughs> Man, yeah, you that, is, be- that is such an LA thing. You see, you definitely see that there, but yeah. like, why does she need to do it in somebody else's car? Like maybe the guy loves who loved the beach was in his car. Like why why is she doing it in somebody else's car? I, I just view it as like the morning after some sort of relationship or something or or something. I don't know. I, I view it as like she door. was over at someone's house and she just saw a car door open and she's like, perfect. I'm going to go do it. <laughs> or that. Yes. <laughs> um, I pulled a YouTube comment from this for the music video, <laughs> which is this woman. She cannot dance, but wow. damn, can she dance? Okay. <laughs> do you want to like elaborate a little bit? <laughs> I like a comment that's like, she can't dance, but damn, she can dance. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? I I assume it means like, she's not like wowing anyone away with like technical dance prowess, but she's like got energy and enthusiasm. That's my assumption, but I love the vibe of that comment. Um, Yeah. Give me a, oh, it's my turn. Yeah. that, That is a funny comment because it also makes me think that like, I don't know. Maybe those people should just not comment. It's a quote idols. It's all about the confidence. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hit me with lyric numero Number quattro. four. So I'm going to say one quickly and then get into the real lyric, but oh, I got some good comment ahead. <laughs> At home, if you're listening, get psyched. Strap on your seatbelt. Sit back. This joke is going to make you guffaw. <laughs> okay. So it's in the song Liability from Melodrama and it's baby really hurt me crying in the taxi. He don't want to know me says he made the big mistake of dancing in my storm says it was poison. I have a joke. Do you know what the joke is? I don't please. Uh, Lucian tell me the joke. Okay. So Lord is like, Says this man, this man said he made a big mistake dancing in my storm. Says my storm was poison. What is Lord talking about here? Do we know? Um, like her love? Farting. That is my joke observation. Lord is talking about her flatulence. This man left her because she was too flatulent and he was tired of being in her storm. It was poisonous. It was toxic. He got away. You know what's funny is people listening to this <laughs> podcast are going to be like, is is that what she actually meant? There's gonna be like the one YouTube comment that's like, "You dummies, Lord is not <laughs> talking about farting." Okay? Oh, so are you stupid? Do you know how to analyze lyrics? Damn. All right. So, <laughs> so that was my one joke. I was like, I need one really bad sophomore joke in this podcast, and baby, I did it. So, uh, congrats. Uh, solid joke. B plus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Thank you. Uh, so my lo- my real lyric from the song is, so I guess I'll go home into the arms of the girl that I love. The only love I haven't screwed up. She's so hard to please, but she's a forest fire. I do my best to meet her demands. Play at romance. We slow dance in the living room. But all that a stranger would see is one girl swaying alone, stroking her cheek. Great. Amazing vibe. Basically, Lord's like, I'm going to go back to myself. And just like yeah, dancing poetic. myself, it's it, yeah, it's great. Um, and she's like, she's she talks about her own high expectations of herself, whatever, all great. But the idea of that she's just swaying by herself, stroking her cheek, is very funny. Yeah, like without any context, the, just like seeing that image, like her in the corner of her of the room, just like staring, not blinking, just like yeah. And also, it's funny. It's all that a straight 
all that a stranger would see is one girl swaying alone, stroking her cheek. And I like the idea that like the windows, the curtains are wide open. She has like a base, like a ground floor apartment that faces the street. Mm-hmm. And she's just like swaying, stroking her cheek, and all the neighbors yeah. are like, "Well, there goes that <laughs> yeah. baby genius In her again." Head, it's very poetic. It's like one of those yes. things where like the contrast between yes. like there's like candles and it's beautiful and there's like this music swaying and then cut to like a hard cut of somebody yes. walking on the street looking in being like okay we gotta move right now <laughs> it's like this i'm not staying like... in this neighborhood with <laughs> that person it's this moment of like self-love and like being like okay with yourself and everyone else is like look at that freak <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the, the moment where you're finally like yeah. i learned to accept my weirdness and then immediately some guys like son don't look that woman is a fucking weirdo it's the reason why new york city is going in the shitter it's also like the type of thing it's like when people are like just give yourself a hug and you're like no no thank you (laughs) (laughs) it's like how do you how do i um how am i doing this oh nice i gave myself a hug and now i feel all warm and and not more (laughs) depressed (laughs) i read another youtube comment for this and this person is another expert just similar to the person reviewing the Louvre from earlier, who's clearly an expert. And this person's comment is, Lord isn't underrated or overrated. She's perfectly as successful as she deserves to be. Okay. <laughs> that is very fucking passive aggressive. <laughs> that is so aggressive. That is the same thing as I was saying before, is like leaving a nickel for the waiter. You just like. So? Oh my god, that's fucking mean, dude. That's like as mean because because Lord, here's the thing, Lord is obviously recognized as a super mega star who's very talented, who is beloved. Yeah. But even to say that about a person who is as talented and as beloved as Lord sounds like such a piece of shit thing to say. Be like, no, 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 no. Everything you got, you deserve. To just like that word, like you deserve it. Is like, wow, what did I do to you? I like the idea that this person was sitting at their computer and people are like, Lord, you're so underrated. And then other people are like, Lord, overrated. And they're like, man, I got to set the record straight. Listen, people, Lord isn't underrated or overrated. She's in the right spot. She has made success for herself. She deserves it. Should she be more famous? No. Should she be less famous? No. All right, mic drop. Yeah, that comment is just a cancel. Like, it's basically just space. It's just air. It's just nothing because it doesn't add anything to the conversation. Like, if she's perfectly rated where she's supposed to be, then there's no need to say that. Like, it is what it is, essentially. I just like to know the person who's like needs, who's dying to release that comment. I mean, what kind of person needs to release anything? Who who would even spend time releasing any putting content anything any-, any content out into the universe? What kind what of deranged fucking time person in need of a hug by themselves would ever put themselves out there for any reason? Dumbasses. My fourth <laughs> lyric <laughs> yes. is from the song Sober 2 parentheses Ooh. melodrama. Ooh. <laughs> oh fuck. They'll talk about us, all the lovers, how we kissed and killed each other. They'll talk about us and discover how we kissed and killed each other. What a sweet and innocent way to describe murder. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yes, she's, I just imagine her in like a confessional or like she's confessing to a cop and the cop is just like moved to tears. He's just like, let her go. It's. That was fucking beautiful. I also like the idea that anyone listening to this podcast who truly thinks we're actually analyzing lyrics would think we're just incredibly dumb. (laughs) (laughs) They would be like, Lord is not talking about literal straight up murder. Come on, idiots. She's it's like a, it's it, it it just represents the way they hurt each other and then also had a passionate romance. And we're like, no, it's about murder. Lord is clearly talking about a murder pact she made with her ex-lover. Okay. Yeah, she, this is a straight up confession and she should be put in jail. I am so surprised that she's not put in jail because she confessed. 
What is? I I think melodrama is one of the best named albums in general. I love the name, and it's so appropriate. Yeah, yeah for appropriate. the lyrics of just like the highs and lows. Because the way she presents everything is at such extremes. Like this, we kissed and killed each other. And that's so fun. The whole album is like that. And the album cover is like her in this like in bed kind of sad and the sheets are like kind of messy. It's that whole vibe is wonderful. Yeah, it's a good vibe. Uh, Also, she should be put in jail for murder. She should be put in jail for murder. Murder. If you're listening to this, tweet at Lord. Say, I know what you did and I want to scream the truth. <laughs> Hashtag murder. Wow, dude. Good callback. Good callback. <laughs> Remember when I said Lord farted too much and that's why her boy left? <laughs> yeah. Tweet that to Lord. I know what you did and I want to scream the truth. Hashtag farted. <laughs> All right. This is too much fun. We got to wrap it up soon. So I'm going to hit you with my fifth Lord lyric. Please do. It's from the song Team from Pure Heroin. Great song. The lyric is, I'm kind of over getting told to throw my hands up in the air. So there. I almost picked this lyric. Yeah. I love that. It's like this rec- Lord is like reclaiming her independence from songs giving her too many orders. <laughs> yeah. It's like she's like, stop trying to get me to throw my hands in the air. Don't tell me to yell, yeah. yeah. Don't tell me to <laughs> stop or step this way or turn or do any sort of soldier boy, anything. Superman, no hose. I'm not going to do any of this stuff. I want to so see you there. one, two step. Listen, Missy Elliott and Sierra. I think that's who it is. I'm not going to, you're not going to see me one, two step. I will one, two step in my own private domain. In kindergarten, baby genius Lord is sitting at the, the <laughs> carpet <laughs> I, and we the, have, the we teacher. Have <laughs> so the teacher is like, okay, class time to do the hokey pokey. And Lord's like, I'm kind of getting tired. Oh, sorry. I'm kind of <laughs> over getting told to put my right foot in and shake it all about. So there. And then we she have, just like walks away and downs like a go-gurt. Yeah. And they're like, sign her to a record label immediately. <laughs> we have created this person out, this whole entire life for Lord. She's a baby genius in kindergarten who's very dark, <laughs> who doesn't obey the rules and who like tells people that Jack and Jill murdered each other. <laughs> then she grows up to fart too much in her lover's presence and then resorts to murder because her lover said she, her lover lied about the beach too much. There is one version of this podcast that is just the worst lyrical analysis possible. <laughs> just like two people whose brains are thick just concrete nothing is in it and you give us a lyric and we cannot understand any any (laughs) amount of subtext whatsoever throw your hands throw your hands in the air so are you saying that they cut their hands off (laughs) and then literally threw them in the air well then how did they do that if they didn't have any hands to throw they already cut them off so this actually reminds me um this lyric I, i saw a couple years ago and I'm wearing an Arcade Fire jacket, actually. But I saw Arcade Fire at Madison Square Garden a couple of years ago. And the opener was... Wait, a venue drop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Heard of it? Home of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Fuck the Rangers. Okay, so... Ooh, Grandmaster... Was it Grandmaster Flash? The That's a, 80s rapper? Yeah, like one of the first DJs. There's yeah. Funkmaster Flex. Yeah, yeah, Grandmaster Flex. Grandmaster yeah. Um, he, he opened for Arcade Fire, that which is, is bizarre. fucking weird, dude. And it was truly one of the funniest opening moments I've ever seen in my life. Because his whole presence was just like being on stage and, you know, combining various records. Yeah, and on he like screen, pioneered that. That was like, he yeah. was like one of the very, very first people to do that. Super influential, so famous. Yeah. But this was just bizarre because on the Jumbotron at MSG, it would be like, here are some of Grandmaster Flash's favorite records 
if you like the record, make some noise. And on screen would just be like objectively the most famous, well-known records of all time. It'd be like Sgt. Pepper's, yeah. Pet Sounds, <laughs> like Velvet Underground, whatever. Yeah. It was just like a really eclectic mix of like the most famous records of all time. And it would always, he was just constantly getting, trying to get everyone to make some noise. So he would constantly just go, make some noise. Or he'd say, put your hands in the air. And he's constantly like, if you like this song, make some noise. And it was just so, he said that stuff so much, so many times. Are you saying that he didn't earn the noise that people were making for him because the records were so famous already? No, I'm not saying, it was just more that like he was doing that thing where he's like, I could imagine Lord and the audience being like, I'm tired yeah. of being told to make some noise. I'm going to make noise, but I don't need to be told to make noise. And yeah. then I think Grandmaster Flash went over and his mic got cut and he just didn't say anything at the end. And it was just kind of sad because he was like really hyped. Who it was a very Grandmaster Flash's MSG mind. did. That's why it's the worst, most overrated venue in all of the world. Whoa. Boom. Okay. okay, we're getting out of control. Lucian, step back. For all you listeners, Lucian is trying to fight right now through the computer. He he punched his computer. That's right. I got problems. <laughs> okay. Nobody take us seriously on anything. We shouldn't be hired to do anything. Make some noise. You got problems. <laughs> My last lyric. Ooh, last Lord lyric. Is from the song Homemade Dynamite. Ooh. Uh, it goes, <laughs> Our rules, our dreams, we're blind, blowing up shit with homemade d- 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 dynamite. Our friends, our drinks, we get inspired. Blowing up shit with homemade dynamite. Boom. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually have anything to say about this other than the fact that, like, what a crazy thing to do. Just like go blow up shit with dynamite. I mean, I've been a, a little bit reckless as a kid, but like this is this is dangerous and disturbing. And now we're adding reckless endangerment to Lord's list of felonies. Once again, the idea that someone would listen to the song and be like, wow, I didn't know Lord <laughs> used to blow up things with dynamite. <laughs> My brain is too dense and too, my skull is too thick to imagine that homemade dynamite could perhaps be the way they treat each other and or the toxicity of these relationships. Lord must simply be talking about exploding <laughs> things. That is irresponsible. Who raised Ella? Who raised Ella and gave her dynamite so she can blow things up? You know, Shame. <laughs> you know. 16-year-olds are still subject to child protective services investigations. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine somebody listening to this song and being like, I got to call CPS right now on on Ella's parents because she's blowing up <laughs> shit with homemade dynamite. Imagine you're in that caller like, listen, I want to tell you about this teen, this New Zealand teen, and her parents are letting her blow things up with homemade dynamite. I can't believe I'm the only one calling. She confessed on a multi-platinum album. <laughs> 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 um amazing our rules our dreams we're blind baby that's amazing that's my motto so she's blind huh <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Can't subtlety yeah. <laughs> yeah all right wow. that oh we got to make our own lord lyrics oh no i don't know I'm gonna do it. I gotta write this down. I don't know Here. why. You, I let me go get a pen. I don't. We know what Lord likes to sing about. It's heartbreak. It's blowing things up. It's murder. I don't know why we give ourselves this work to do. This is and hard. I always forget. I always should do it before we start recording, or at least a little bit. But this is you lie. This is completely off the dome, everybody. For both. I of think. Us. I think it should be off the dome. Yeah, but then it I also sounds, like start writing like lyrics that I'm like are just jokes, and then I'm like, this is not remotely anything Lord would sing <laughs> or the, her cadence or anything. Okay, uh, I think it got better as I was going along, but it's dark. Wait, it's it's, just give me a second. Okay, Lucian is clearly worse at this than me because he's taking longer. 
I want to say for the listeners at home because I, I because I don't know if they do realize these are 100% made up on the spot. We take 30 seconds at the end and I seriously always forget and Lucian always reminds me in the moment. So we take 30 seconds at the end of this podcast here to create our own Lord lyrics. These were not thought up beforehand. These are totally off the dome. Okay. I, I Mine is going to be a struggle to read because I, my... I, I crossed a lot of things out. But me too. Me, my handwriting is terrible. Give me your, your made-up Lord lyric from Lord's potential upcoming album about Antarctica. Oh, I didn't know that uh, it had to be about Antarctica. It doesn't. Okay, because it's not. <laughs> Here it is. Ready? I love the way you tell me that you want to see me dead. I love the sounds you make as you fell and cracked your head. I saw you bleed, and now I want to cry. I think that we should give ourselves another try. Ooh. <laughs> That's fun. That's definitely darker than normal, and she's already dark. But I do like the idea that after all that, she's like, oh, let's try again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I f- okay, so what I was thinking when I was writing this was, the number one thing I was thinking was rhyme. <laughs> the number two <laughs> thing I was thinking was make it dark. And the number three thing I was thinking was dysfunctional relationship that she admittedly wants to like yeah. try it with so i also went dysfunctional relationship <laughs> um and of course i want to have a joke in it this is bad but let's let's hear how it goes i mean mine was not <clears throat> good it was it just rhymed <laughs> this rhymes but i will say that some lines are like triple the length of other lines which is not uh catchy you and me were monsters every night at the bar, communicate in only fights. Pour my drink on your head. It's a smash. Lover. Now that is the monster mash. That is a very Lucian Lord lyric. <laughs> yeah, I have to get the monster mash in there. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I, That's the, great. <laughs> the monster mash represents um, their highs and lows roller coaster torrid love affair mm-hmm. yes as it does every halloween as it their loved tor- their torrid love affair was as they say a graveyard smash <laughs> fuck i could have like oh my god wait let me just say it again you and me were monsters every night at the bar we communicate in only fights pour my drink on your head it's a graveyard smash. Oh, lover! Now that is the monster match. Holy shit, dude! That can you submit that to Lord? <laughs> if you guys are listening, tweet at Lord. Say, hey, Lord, I have two friends I listen to on the radio, and the they radio. made this made-up lyric, and I think it would be really good on your album about Antarctica. Hashtag monster mash. Monster mash. <laughs> Those, those, so we did it. We we went through 10 Lord lyrics. We invented our own certified gold, certified platinum, certified diamond Lord lyrics. If you guys enjoyed this, do me a huge favor. Do Andrew a huge favor. Subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen to. We love it. It fills us with joy. And we're kind of also locked in this sort of Keanu Reeves speed movie situation that if we don't constantly get new subscribes, they will kill us. So you'll be keeping us alive. That's true. My phone turns into a bomb device if I don't get a certain number of likes. Yeah. Keep us alive. And also, hey, we like hearing from you. It's fun. It fills our hearts with joy. It's like swaying with ourselves, stroking our own cheeks. So we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook and TikTok at the Lyric Boys. You can DM us, you can message us, you can write, we'll respond, we'll have fun, we will chat. Also, I want to mention, if you like the theme song at the top and what's currently playing underneath here right now, take a quick listen. Oh yeah, that slaps. That is yours truly. And if you want to hear more music like that, you should go check out my Bandcamp page at freelancerbandny.bandcamp.com, where I have some original songs that also presumably 
if you're into it, slap. Uh, Freelancer is the name of my band, even though it's just me right now. Wow. There is so much content for the content hounds at home to enjoy. So listen, content hounds, here's what you're going to do. You're going to do all the things we said, and you're going to do it now, okay? Please. Okay. <laughs> so that is our episode. Um, we hope you guys have a lovely whatever day of the evergreen year you choose to listen to this evergreen podcast. Have fun. Stay safe. Don't blow shit up with homemade dynamite. Goodbye. Goodbye.